I'd just like a mini reading. It's quite an honor to talk to you again. Thank you so much. All right, well, Andre, thank you. It's, uh, it's very enlightening. That's true, and I, and I know better. Yeah, you're right. My, my own guys have been telling me now you're talking about it. Thank you very much. It is said that we are still discovering the great depths of the ocean. And yet the greatest depths that we've yet to really explore are those of the mind. The more we learn about the mind, the more complex it seems to be. As we develop the understanding of the mind and the soul and the spirit, we're starting to realize that there's also this component known as energy, the biofield, the aura, the etheric, so many names, but all point back to one thing, an invisible force that surrounds all living things and may even surround things like rocks and stones and crystals. It appears that science is unraveling the world of energy on a daily basis, and the more it's unraveled, the greater the mysteries appear. Tonight's show is going to be about some of those mysteries, the mysteries of letting go. Why is it that things that happened in our lives so many years ago can still be as real today as they were back then, everything from PTSD to moments where trauma, of abuse, of anger, of loss, of fear, all seem to trap us in an endless cycle, almost unescapable, of not being able to let go. And that energy can manifest in many ways. For some it's health, for others it affects the people around them, the constant complaining and moaning about what should have happened, what did happen, what could happen. The energy of letting go is one of those things that I have spent my life trying to understand. And I mean 22 years of my life studying letting go, taking people in situations where they're trapped in fear or emotions and can't step away. Some people can go through these things and yet it doesn't affect them. They let go almost immediately. Some even better than that in the moment that they actually find themselves in that situation are dealing with it and understanding it. And for some who think they've let go, those things come back to haunt them. So what happens when you're trapped in this cycle of not being able to let go, to not being able to forgive yourself or those around you, to keep reliving the horrors of the past, this, the, that bad relationship, that time you lost your money, that time you made a mistake, that embarrassing moment on the stage? What is it that makes us hold on? Is it really a mental thing? Or is it possible that the energy of certain situations gets so locked within our psyche that we can't release it, we hold on to it in some way, shape or form? And literally, we manifest it and make it real. I believe in energy medicine. I believe in the energy that surrounds us. I believe that we all have unique gifts and special attributes that we very rarely discover. I believe each one of us is unique, like those amazing snowflakes that fall, everyone with its own individual design. I believe we are, as humans, can do incredible things, or terrible things. I believe that you have power to heal yourself and to change your life if you so desire. And despite all the odds, you can beat those odds simply by believing, being tenacious, and following through. So I believe, I suppose, in miracles. I believe in the miracles of humanity, the miracles of possibilities, the miracles of dreams, the miracles of thoughts and creativity. I simply believe in miracles in all their shades and colours and all their shapes and forms. But first of all, to believe in a miracle, you have to start with something very basic. 
you have to believe in yourself. So if you continue listening tonight, I ask you to do one and one thing alone, and that is to understand that this is all built on your own power of healing, your own belief in yourself. So I ask you to start believing in yourself right now, to let go of the horrors and the things that may have happened and the judgments and the fact that things aren't right or the politics aren't going your direction or you hate the government or you hate this person or hate that and let go of that hatred and accept everybody and everything for what it is. And instead of hating things, start to do things about it. Start to become more proactive in your life. Start to step forward into your own healing. Stop ignoring and start receiving. Start connecting and start allowing and really start believing. For tonight's show is about letting go. Some say I'm a spiritual teacher. Some say that I'm a healer. Some say I'm a motivational speaker. Some people say that I'm a medium. Some people say that I have incredible excuse me, healing abilities that are tied into my intuition. And some people just say, I know stuff. And the fact is, all I do is I read energy. I have the unique ability or curse or gift, depending on how you want to look at it, to read and understand energy in a very unique and very powerful way. I've learnt over the years to understand it and connect to it. And for many a gardener, they will tell you the same thing. And a farmer, they can read the land. They know the weather. They can feel the plants if they're healthy or not. For many, a dog trainer will tell you that when they're around animals, they sense when a dog is in fear or a dog's not paying attention. For anybody that's ever worked with nature knows that in order to understand it, you have to accept it. You have to be open to it. You ask any mountain climber who has done that for a living and they will tell you they can predict the weather. The mountains and the trees and the plants talk to them. This might sound like flights of fantasy. It might sound like I'm making all this up. It might make sound as I'm just telling stories. But the fact is, throughout thousands of years, man was able to find water when it was impossible. Our ancestors could pick a piece of fruit Sniff it, look at it, and sense whether it was toxic or not. It's something that we're born with, this natural connection. But the same thing that gives us incredible intuitive abilities can also be a curse. For often when things get trapped in that intuition, in that cycle, in that biofield, they're very hard to let go of. On my return... I'll be talking more about this and I'll give you a chance to call in and see if we can clear your energy, help you let go of things, help you move on, let go of pain, let go of past relationships, let go of bad luck, bad karma, allow you to move on, allow you to move away all the dross and the dirt and the muck and actually have a clarity in your life so that you can do what you're supposed to do and find your life's purpose. But first of all, you have to believe, not in me, but in yourself. And then believe in something greater, something, call it God, call it the great white spirit, call it the universe, whatever you want to call it, believe in that. And then you have to believe in miracles and absolute possibilities because this is the year of endless possibilities and this is the month of belief. For all those people that have ever joined me on my calendar class or are aware of the calendars, Every month has a meaning, and this meaning is really strongly around the belief, to believe the good, the bad, and the ugly, but to believe and to find strength in the power that lives within you. It is said that every person has a grain of the universe inside of them, an atomic particle, a very ancient part, 
and that is said to be basically the God particle, the very center of the universe, the what created, what built, what started. So each one of us has an essence of God inside of us. We have incredible, incredible things sitting there. But our choices, our belief systems, and how we see the world and how we attach ourselves to the world will either allow that particle to grow or to shrivel away like an old prune on an old tree. I'll be back in a few moments, and when I do, ponder the thoughts, the strong thoughts of what would happen if you did let go of your guilt, if you did move past the things that are holding you back, if you did for a moment stop worrying and being concerned, if you actually took some time to believe in yourself and let go of all those things that are stopping you from moving forward, what would you be doing now? What could have you done? What will you do? What is the endless possibility in your life at this moment, at this time, should you decide to change? Letting go does not mean to get rid of. To let go means to let be. When we let be with compassion, things come and go on their own. Jack Cornfield. Holding on to pain doesn't fix anything. Replaying the past over and over again doesn't change it. Wishing things were different doesn't make it so. In some cases, especially when it comes to the past, all you can do is accept whatever is holding you onto you and simply let it go. That's how everything changes. You have to let go of what is hurting you, even if it feels almost impossible. Deciding to hold on to the past will hold on to you. Deciding to hold on to the fear and the emotions will put its hold on you. What you're holding on to will eventually bury you. A self that isn't defined by your past, but rather by who you are and who you want to be. Oddly enough, painful feelings can be comfortable, especially if they're all you know. You get used to the pain, you get used to the suffering, and you actually believe and start to believe that you can only go one direction. Some people have trouble letting go of their pain and other unpleasant emotions about their past because they think those feelings are part of their identity. In some ways, they may not know it. it's pain but believe it's the way things should be. For them, it makes it impossible to let go. Are you holding on to something and despite knowing it's not good for you, are you finding, well, almost a comfort in the pain. I understand that relationships you thought you'd have are going to be different from the ones you actually have. Sometimes you meet people and you expect certain things, but it doesn't always work out. We must accept the person we are in this moment and the way other people are too. As time goes on, we continue to learn that things don't always go as planned. We don't have control over them. We think we do when we have this idealistic time in our lives and we have certain expectations and then we only dash that new job, that new relationship, that new car wasn't quite what you expected. Actually, pretty much whatever we do, we tend to think that way. And it's okay in a way. But if you become aware of yourself and your part in your relationship and you start to notice that you're the one that's actually changed and it wasn't the person that the other person was expecting, and then you wonder why they change, then you can change that. You either move on or you make the change. 
try practicing more gratitude and appreciation and trust in the process and see what happens. But if it's not working out, you can let go. And sometimes in some situations, two people need to let go and move in a different direction. In other times, they simply need to change and come back together. Don't be invested in the outcome when it comes to dealing with people because it often leads to disappointment. Exception, exceptions have the way of keeping us stuck because they lead us to fear certain outcomes. There are no guarantees in life. There is nothing we can really do or get to the outcomes we desire when dealing with others. In fact, quite often when you're dealing with others, it's a no, well, it's no possibility of getting any understanding because they're not going to follow your rules. They don't understand your rules. They don't know things have to be done in a certain way. You can do it exactly the way that they understand to be correct. When our expectations or needs aren't met, we need to respond rationally and appropriately. Sometimes this means setting respectful boundaries. Other times it means simply letting go. Don't live in chains when you have the key. We live with self-limiting beliefs that we let define us and who we are. How many times has a person walked into my practice and I've asked them their name and they've told me everything about themselves, how sick they are, what's going on, before they even tell me who they are? How many times have we made excuses before we, need to, before we even open our mouths? How many times have we decided that the person is smarter than us, we go to buy the car and we listen or we are told the way things are and we're expecting to get the bad deal? How many times have we been offered a great job or a possibility and we simply turned it down because it is, well, it's beyond our expectations. It's not what we deserve. Maybe we think we could never do that or could never make that happen. If you truly believe that, it becomes true and you'll never accomplish your goals. Try opening up your mind to believing in yourself. Now that sounds simple, but it's not. Because as soon as you start to open your mind to believing yourself, as many reasons not to believe will come up as reasons to believe. There will be many people who will tell you that you can't do it. You just can't change. But this is when it gets competitive. When somebody tells me I can't do something, I will do it. A story I've told many times before, and the risk of boring you, I'll tell you again. Many years ago, I had an old Land Rover Discovery. And I took it to the mechanic, and he said there was a problem with the transmission. And I said, wow, well, can you fix it? And he looked at me and kind of smirked and said, oh, you can't fix these cars. They're too expensive. You're going to have to spend all this money. You're going to have to do all these different things. And he went on a whole tirade of why he couldn't fix it. After he completed his conversation, which took many minutes, I said, well, okay, does that mean that you can't fix it? Oh, I don't work on transmissions. I got, I got into my car and clunked away and drove down the road with the transmission knocking. And I thought to myself, he just told me all the reasons I couldn't do it, and yet he doesn't fix transmissions. So I got home, parked my car in the garage, went onto the computer and looked up how to fix a transmission on a Land Rover. And I began to learn all the parts that were needed and all the requirements and all the studies and the talks and the su suggestions. So what I did is I 
bought the equipment, lifted my, my, my Land Rover up, dropped out the transmission, and over the next month or so, rebuilt the transmission, updated it, and then reinstalled it, which, by the way, sounds easy, but it was messy, difficult. I broke a few fingernails in the process and almost killed myself, but it's another story. I put the transmission back in. That car did 100,000 miles on that transmission. It worked beautifully. Sometimes people tell us we can't do things. Sometimes people tell us that we shouldn't do things because they wouldn't, couldn't, or not able to do those things. Why do we pay attention to people that say, you know, you don't want to buy a house around here, it's so expensive. Oh, you don't want to move to this area. Oh, it, there's so much crime. Oh, you don't... Without doing the research ourselves. I had a similar situation just recently. I bought a new fridge and the lady went on about this particular brand and told me how wonderful it was and how great it was and I'll never have any problems. And I wasn't so sure. I did a bit of research, saw a few bad articles about it, but decided to buy the fridge. Lo and behold, the saga unfolded that I'd made the wrong decision. It cost me a little bit to replace it, but got my money back and got something better. And then when I confronted the lady about it and asked her a question, she was telling me, well, that's not the best one. And I said, well, you told me when I first came in, this was the best one to buy. Well, I didn't mean that. I have one. I've had no problems with it. Beside the door fell off and we had a bit of a problem with the compressor and the lights went out. And I said, how long did you have it before you had all these problems? About a week. People's perception of problems and creativity and things that can happen. People's minds are very creative in creating a story which everybody wants to hear. And if you're in a rush and not paying attention, you will hear that conversation and you will buy or purchase those things that maybe aren't the things that you need. Also, if somebody tells you that you're, you know, you're a little too old to do yoga. Well, you know, at your age, you don't want to be writing a book. You should, you should have done it when you were younger. It's going to take too long. Well, you're too young to, to do poetry and to, to, to live that life. It's just not possible. My conversation to anybody who's ever been told they're too old is you ain't dead yet. There's still fight in that body of yours. And you can show everybody just how much energy, creativity and passion you've still got. The problem is, what happens when the story doesn't come from another person but comes from you? When your family conditioning has told you that you're not allowed to make that much money, that you can't listen to different types of music, you can't follow politics other than the politics you've been told to follow. There is many a student that has gone to college that has been told they can only follow one type of politics and they spend their life at college only doing the one type of politics and when they leave they suddenly realize actually that's not what I want. I'm going to try something else. I'm going to go Green Party. I'm going to go whatever. Because they're in a group of people that only have one point of view and they can only follow that one way. Or the person that lives in a poor area and they are a great singer or they've got talent. And it takes them a while to get out. But once they do and they arrive in Los Angeles or New York or Chicago, they suddenly find that they are actually in need. Their abilities that were laughed at when they were a child, that wanting to act and to sing and to dance. And there's many a story when you listen to actors or actresses that they have been told that they can't do it. And something inside of them has told them, yes, I can do it. You can do better. You can Make more money. You can 
live a better life. You can take time off. You can go to the spa. You can create magic, draw, paint, sing, or even play the piano, the guitar, the flute, or the didgeridoo. If you put the time into it. And the best thing of all, you can get out of debt. Oh, I don't mean straight away. It's not, you're just not going to win the lottery and it's not going to happen overnight. But there are certain things you can do that can allow you to get out of debt. I've seen it myself with clients and even for myself. When I dug a hole for myself, which I did very well and went very deep, I managed to fill it in over a period of 10 years. But a story of a dog walker, the man who has a job during the day and then in the mornings and evenings he walks dogs and he puts the money on one side. And this is a true story that over 10 years that money amounted to so much that it became a deposit on a house. He bought the house with a deposit. He carried on doing the dogs and doing different things and still struggling. It was hard work until he had zero debts, no credit cards and his mortgage was low and all of a sudden, before he reached the age of 35, he paid off the mortgage completely, happened to have bought in a good area, house went up, went from being what he paid for it to worth a hell of a lot more money, almost 10 times what he actually paid for it. And then he decides he's going to buy a smaller house and buy actually two houses. So he sells that one and buys two houses. And before long, in his very short young life, by the time he's in his 40s, he owns an awful lot of property, which he's paid mainly cash for. Sound like a fantasy? Sound impossible? No, it's called hard work. If you really want something, you can make that happen. So for somebody that wants to buy a car and doesn't have the money, get an extra job, do a little bit extra here and there, and that money will mount up before your very eyes. And if you don't spend it on things you don't need, you will have an investment in something that you really want. It's the same with healing. If you put enough effort into prevention, you'd be surprised what will come out at the other end. It'll be something magical, something healing. People laugh about colonics. They laugh about acupuncture. They laugh about people that do yoga. But they don't laugh when they're hopping along and are hardly able to stretch and they've got a blocked up bowel when a young person or an older person comes dancing around after doing a marathon at 78 years old, has a really good colon and can bend and stretch like you've never seen before. But it didn't happen overnight. Exercise, losing weight, getting healthy, eating better. You will fail, but if you keep on doing a little bit each day over and over again and you set time for it, you'll be surprised what you can do. And by the way, here I am talking about it, but I'm just as bad as everybody else. I have taken times when I was like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, I can't do it right now. Let's just hold back. Uh, just one more cookie. Just one more excuse. Just one more... But when I do it, I feel the difference. I just talked to a young lady, actually, uh, yesterday. And she decided that she was going to put her mind into losing weight. And she was expecting to lose five pounds a month, if that. She was just kind of like maybe four pounds. She was ambitious enough to say, maybe I could lose a pound a week. It would be fantastic. In one week, she lost five pounds. I was told that there was no way I could come to Los Angeles and do the things that I'm doing. There was, it's impossible to get an office in Beverly Hills. It's impossible to build a radio station out here. It's impossible. These things, they cannot be done, just like the transmission. And I set myself, and I will consider myself to be quite competitive with people that are naysayers to prove them wrong. The incredible things I've achieved, which you will unfold over the next year or so, 
will not just help me, but all the people around me, for those people will see my success and they will be able to join into it. They will be able to invest in their chance to be successful as well. The calendar class that we do, which if you ever want a calendar, just go into Andre.com and go and buy one, is a kick in the pants at the beginning of the month and a kind of holding you responsible at the end of the month to see what you've done. Every time you fill a calendar in, every, for every day that you write in that calendar, you have to find something great. You have to talk about the problems, you have to talk about the solutions, but you have to set goals weekly. Want to lose a pound? Want to earn some money? Want to feel better? Want to change what I'm doing? You keep yourself accountable over and over again. You don't need my calendar to do that. You can do it on your Google calendar if you want to, but if you set yourself small goals, they will become bigger. A few pounds lost here and there makes a great difference over the year. A few dietary changes, cutting certain things out, makes a great difference to your longevity and your colon and your bladder and your kidneys will be very happy. The greatest thing my grandmother ever taught me at the ripe old age of 98, I asked her when she was 97, how was she able to be so healthy? She didn't have that many things wrong with her. And she said, I ate enough. I kept a simple life. I only had what I needed. And as a kid, I understand that. I just didn't get it. But more and more, as I grow older, I realize simplicity and having less is so freeing. And living in a smaller house now, which I chose to do, and getting rid of a lot of things I don't need, takes away the responsibility. And the thing my grandmother always did is she had quality things. She'd rather spend a lot more on a dress or a pair of shoes, but then she wouldn't buy any others for a long time. And she always made those quality things last and last well. Look into your life right now. Look into your future. And tell me or tell yourself where you will be in five years from this point. Now let's bring it back to one year. Are you choosing to do exactly the same this year as you did last year? The same complaints, the same problems. Oh, my mom needs my help. Oh, my dad needs my help. Oh, I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. Oh, my sister, my auntie, my uncle, my brother. Or are you going to focus a little bit more on you? Not become selfish, but become more well, self-centered, more centered around you. More understanding of what your needs are before you help others. Will you have exactly the same year in 2020, probably going down, or will you have the best year that you've ever imagined possible? Will you create the year like no other? I ask you to stop and think. Who is in control of your future? Yes, your health, your life, the government, everything else is in control, but there are certain things that you can control and you can control now. In a moment, in a second, you have to, to think about your change. I'm going to play some music, I'm going to step away, and I want you to think about what you want and how you want to see yourself the same time next year, just after Christmas in 2021. Do you want to be hearing the same story? Do you want to still be complaining about things in the past? Do you want to complain about all the things that are wrong about your job or what happened to you with your ex or any of those things, or do you want to move on? What is it that you want? I am not going to tell you what you need. You need to tell yourself what you need and let me unravel the magic to make it happen. 
Where do you want to be by the time you reach 2021? You've got a whole year ahead of you. A whole ton of responsibilities. Can you take $100 this month and put it in a savings account and not touch it for the end of the year? No, let's take $500 and put it in an account. Every single month, put the money in the account and don't touch it. Screw your face up. Dig your nails into your flesh. Scream because you want to touch that money, but don't touch it. Don't open that magical box until Christmas time. And maybe you'll have $1,200. Maybe you'll have $2,000. Maybe you'll have $5,000. Maybe you have $10,000. Maybe you'll have enough to pay off that credit card, to go on that vacation, to do all the things you want to do. When you start to get rid of the problems, start with the smallest ones first, and that includes the debts. So whatever the things you can fix straight away. So for instance, if you work on a house, they always say start with the little problems first and then work your way up to the bigger problems. When it comes to debt, start with the small things first, build up the confidence to pay off those debts and then move around it. When it comes to saving money, start with smaller amounts and keep building it up until you can afford to save more and more. Look at the problems around you, start with the small things and then once they're out of the way, all of a sudden you have less clutter and then you can really dig into the big problems. So now, as I step away for a few moments, I want you to think, or even write it down right now, how do you want to see yourself at the end of 2020? The same? Smarter? Learn to play the piano, the guitar, or learn to dance, or doing yoga, or have taken that jump out the aeroplane, or been to that place you want to go to, or just simply started painting or writing poetry or writing that book or paying off the debt or being happier, stop being miserable, healthier, more guided, more spiritual. What is it that you want? What is it that you need? And how will your life pan out in 2020? If you want to love So 818-921-3767, I think we have a caller, a low caller, you're live on air. Hello, Andre, this is Virginia. Hi, Virginia. Oh, my God, I was just talking about you. You must be psychic. I know, I know. This is my first time tuning into you, and you <laughs> called me out. <laughs> I, I'm so excited because I've got the world's greatest singer <laughs> on, on, on air. Wow, Virginia, this is amazing. Are you still teaching? Yeah, well, I I'm, I'm have a student now, yes. So, oh, what are you going to sing for me? Come on, you've got to give me something. i got to give you something? Yeah, something, something that's inspiring, some kind of a song that's going to inspire everybody. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see what I can think of. Um, forget your troubles, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. That's it. <laughs> Oh, my God. I've got the tingles. <laughs> just, you have such a great voice. It's, it, it, just, it just feels so kind of south and so into that bluesy, gospel-y feel. I just love it. Every time you sing, I just like, my eyes start watering. I'm doing it again. Here we go. Virginia, thank you. Virginia has taught me that even when you're told that you can't sing, if you have the faith and the belief, you can do anything. Am I right in saying that? That's true. That's true. Especially since 
I actually lost my voice for a year and a half, and I found determined to get it back, and I did. A little bit of help from Andre as well. A little bit of Andre magic stepped in there. And yes, I remember that. I remember because <laughs> I had a, I had an operation, and it seemed like it just everything just went. You know, I didn't have any strength in my voice at all. I couldn't even match notes. And uh, I remembered my technique, and I worked on it, and worked on it, and worked on it, and I had it back. Well, I guarantee you right now. And you, you helped me. I remember you helping me with that. Well, Virginia, what's going to happen right now is that just this breakthrough tonight, whether you know it or not, your voice has just changed again. And by tomorrow morning, things are going to be very different. You've just refound your voice. You've refound yourself. But more importantly, you found that magic that makes you. You are an entertainer. You're an incredible teacher. And you're a pretty damn good person as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Likewise, back at you. Well, I have to let you go, but much love to you, and uh, thank you for sharing the voice. I that inspired me tonight. I needed to hear that, so so thank you. Yeah, I hope to see you soon. Look forward Take to care. it. Take care. God you bless. Know I love you. I love bye you bye. too. Bye bye. It's important to know that when you're faced with throat cancer, when you're faced with anything that can affect the vocal cords, and you continue singing you risk losing your voice completely. When somebody decides that they are so much more powerful than what they've been told by the doctors, the medical profession, and they decide that their will is what's going to drive them and they need to reconnect to their voice and to their soul, you can do incredible things and you can create miracles. For everybody who's ever lost an arm or a leg or gone blind or has gone through some illness that's crippled them, and the, the hidden illnesses, things like autoimmune disease, Lyme, and all those things which hold people back, that are people that still do great things. I ask you, what is your excuse? Hello, Corley, you live on air. Hi, this is Kayla. Hey, Kayla, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm pretty good. Kayla, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's... I'm getting, like, mixed messages around you, energy-wise. Um... It seems unpredictable. Have things been happening that are not predictable, or do you feel like unstable, or some instability around you? Yeah, yeah, uh, very much. Is somebody lying to you, or you being deceived? I don't believe so, but I have recently found out things that I have been deceived of in the past. Right. Okay. Because I'm feeling this is this is like a a punch in the face to you, because you you weren't mm -hmm. ex expecting this to happen. Um. I, I'm glad that you know because now you can you can move on and know it wasn't you. And I think it's yeah. it's more about right now you deciding on what you want to do for this year. I, I don't like what people have done around you because you've got such a good heart, and you're very you're very much an entrepreneur, and you're working the best. Everything you do is not so much for yourself. You want everybody to be happy. You want to be successful to help other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like you, you're realizing that some people, all they care about is making themselves feel better and just take, 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 take. Mm -hmm. I, I think yeah, this, this is going to be a good time for you because I'm, I think you're, you're surrounded with uncertainty in a sense, but you're seeing, you're starting to see who's real and who's not. And you're truly a beautiful person. You're on the inside and the outside. And in the future you're going to help a lot of people. And I don't mean you're going to save the world, but you are in a, in a way because you really care about nature and you really care about people 
And despite these few setbacks and just this, this kind of like uncomfortable feeling, you are not the kind of person to be pushed down. You can, you'll step down for a little bit, but when you come back, man, you're like the rising phoenix and watch out everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I want you to stop and for a second and, and, and just know that real people find real people. And you're gonna you're mm -hmm. gonna you're gonna find real people. You're gonna be okay because people that are the real thing will be there to support you and love you. Okay. What what is your biggest fear? Um, I had someone pass dramatically, and I am afraid that I will not be able to move on. You would have been very difficult. You already have, in some ways. This is just the last bit of letting go. Now, was this a man? No. Because I'm seeing a man right now. So, have two people passed? Because this is, seems like an old, older gentleman. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. was this a grandfather or was this somebody? Who was this person? Um, he was my grandfather's brother, but he was like a grandfather. He was more of a grandfather to me. He's, he's amazing. I mean, the love, he's kind of the first person through. And, he wants, and he's not coming through to any great message. He just wants to say, hey, hi, how you doing? He's like, he's like dancing around like, hey, this is great. Um, don't really believe in this stuff, but it's kind of fun to be able to talk to you. That kind of like persona. And he's, and he's, mm -hmm. ta he's talking about your nose. Um, I don't know what, he, but like, he's like, did you, did you have like a, did you get like a red nose? Or like, did you have like a red nose or think about your nose? Um, not a red nose, but yes, I, um, my siblings always made fun of my nose and I had his nose. And he's laughing because it's like, it's not a bad nose. It's like, isn't it like Italian <laughs> nose or something? It's like, everybody's like, yeah, this is the, this is the, the best nose ever. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like him. And I feel, I feel grandmother around. Is this the person that passed? Um, no. Okay. So I'm seeing grandmother now and, um. And this, but this is a very gentle lady, but strong, and she seems to be mm -hmm. have authority. Like she could, she could get things done, and mm -hmm. and that seems really important. And and I'm actually seeing this is weird, but I'm seeing two other people. I'm seeing a young woman, and I'm seeing uh, what looks like a mother, or the mother energy of a mom. But I'm seeing this other girl as well. So I'm seeing two ladies come through. Don't know what this means, mm -hmm. but the younger person. It seems like it was very sudden when they passed. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I don't know whether it was impact, but it seems like it, it happened very, very quickly. Who was this person? Um, she was my aunt. And what happened to her? Was it an accident or something? Because it seems like it was sudden. Yes. Um, she was in a severe car accident. And did she... And... Um, Oh, go ahead. Did she have a, 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 a brain bleed or the stem of the brain or something about the brain? Yeah, she had an anoxic brain injury. Right, okay. So, um, but who's this other lady with her? Because she's coming through, I think. It's, it's her mother who also died fairly young. Oh, because she couldn't wait to be with. Okay, so I think from what, they're both wearing the same dresses. So it's like... It's like I'm almost we're together. We're we're very much together, and and I, I feel like, wow, this is really important to you to hear this, 
but they want you yeah. she wants you to know it's all okay don't worry about me i'm with mom and i'm with the dog and i'm with i'm dancing and i'm i mean all i'm with the music and i'm with the the energy and the life and all the things that i wanted and music's very important so there's a lot of music yeah. and and she's yeah. t she's talking about theater and she's talking about just live events and real people and real things and how important she loved life life was really important to her but now she's there she's glad that she's there it was like this is what she wanted really she wanted to be at the right time at the right moment with mom mm -hmm. and she's telling me that it's beautiful and that, that everything is fine and everything is incredible and she wants she, she wants you to she's like nodding her head at you and just like Get over it. Come on. Go live your life. <laughs> not, very yeah, not very spiritual, but she's, and she's pointing to, to a heart, and she's, I think that means it's about the heart and about love, and your heart is broken, and she's, mm -hmm. she wants to send healing to your heart. Are you starting to feel heat in your body right now? Yeah. That's, that's, he that's, healing. that's, that's healing from her. She's sending you. This is her with you right now. She's not with me. She's left and she's with you, and she's she's saying goodbye. This is the last time she'll appear. She has to move on, but she wants to leave you with a gift and and the gift of healing and the gift of love. Okay, thank you. And she's showing me something yellow. I don't know whether it's a shirt or a flag or some. It's material and it's yellow. Does that mean something to you? Um. It's important. I'm not certain. Um. It's my favorite color. Oh, okay. So but other than that, that, I don't know. The reason she showed me that is she's proving who she is. So I couldn't have known that. So she just wanted to make sure that why she's she, she's basically playing it safe. She wants you to feel her there, but she wants to why she's there. She wants to show that she's really it's really her, not somebody else. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about the cat. Think about a cat. Yeah. What's this? What's the cat? She got me a cat. More than one time, um, without my mom knowing. Oh God! Because <laughs> I wanted it. <laughs> oh, she was one of those aunties, was she? You love her. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was the right thing for her. I mean, I I was heavily involved in the decision on removing life support, and it was a very traumatic event within my family. But she said I strongly felt it was what she need what she needed. She just said, and that was right. But she just said, "Compromisa." Is was she Hispanic? No. What did she say? What did she say? Compromisa. Which I don't know what that is. It might not be her, but I heard the word "compromisa," which is, um, I think, it's Spanish for pardon. I don't know that word, but it just came through very strongly, and it was just. So there must be somebody else around her that's Spanish. Oh, somebody's trying to get in. Sorry, it's a spirit trying to get in, and they're actually Spanish. Did you know somebody that was Spanish that passed away? Or Hispanic? Latino? Not that I can think of. So there's a... Um, I have had a lot of people pass in my life. There's a young girl here, really young, who is, I would say, Latino, and she just very politely wanted to just come in for a second. And I'd say she's probably about 18 or younger than that. But she just came through for a second. Are you sure you don't know a young girl that was a Latina that passed away? Um, the only person I would consider my niece was 
only three months old and she was 50% Mexican. That, that's the only thing no, I can this think is, of. No, this, this girl's about, about 18, 19, maybe a little bit younger than that, I'm not sure. But she's very, yeah, sli- very, very slim and very pretty. And she died from um, choking or not being able to breathe. You, have you worked at a hospital or have you been around death a lot? Yeah, yeah, I work in healthcare. Okay. D- do you remember a young girl dying? I remember a lot of young uh, girls passing away, yes. Did you, did you try to save the life of a young girl that was throat was not, that was blocked or she couldn't breathe? Um... Very slim, I, very I pretty. Honestly, I've been in healthcare my whole life, and I work in the emergency room. I can't specifically pull out something that I can remember off the top of my head. So I'll tell you what this young girl is, is telling me, that you did everything to save her life, and she couldn't because there was no air getting into her lungs, but she wants you to know, she's th- she wants to thank you, because it was a very traumatic time for everybody, because she was so young and so pretty and had so much vibrance, and her life was taken too short. But she's, she came through just to say thank you. And I think she's been waiting to say thank you for a long time. So this is, got, this is many years ago. But she just wanted to come sit through and say thank you. Okay. Everybody's starting to fade now. Are there any questions you want to ask okay. anybody before they go? Um, no, I think that's it. I can't believe how spot on this all was and how I can't thank you enough. And, and I just I love them. Just just know that it's time to let go now and to move on because she's okay, and she's exactly where she wants to be. So there's nothing to feel guilty or sad or lost about. She may not be here physically, but you believe and you know from what she said tonight. I couldn't have known any of those things. You know that she's real and that you know that she's with you in spirit, maybe not physically. Mm-hmm. So if ever you want to communicate with her, just get down on your knees. Clasp those hands together and just say hi. A little prayer goes a long way. Okay. Thank you so much. And and, and don't drink so much coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just saying. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Carla, good, God bless to you and good luck with everything. I hope that helped tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. We don't always appreciate our friends and the people we have around us, our brothers, our sisters, our moms, our fathers, our grandparents, until something happens. Especially with grandparents, they always seem to be there. That auntie that drives you crazy but also is the one that makes sure you get a cat when you weren't supposed to have a cat and buys you candy when you're not supposed to have candy and tells you bad jokes that you shouldn't hear because you're far too young. She won't be around forever. Appreciate and validate your grandparents. Appreciate and validate your brothers and your sisters, your aunties and your uncles, your grandparents and the ones that you love. Appreciate those pets that are with you. When all else is lost, when everybody else is judging you, that cat climbs on your lap and looks in your eyes and just doesn't care about all that stuff. Loves you because you have a nice warm lap, lap and a kind heart. That dog that always walks next to you along the pathways and is constantly checking and looking up. That dog that is there and barks when there's danger. It's truly a beautiful thing. 818-921-3767. Hello? Hi, who am I speaking to? This is Jeanette. 
Hey, Jeanette, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. So what can I do for you? Oh, I'm just kind of really nervous. There's a lot of stuff coming, don't possibly tell. coming do, 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 my do, do, way. Do, 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 don't, don't tell me too much. I'm just uh, sorry. I didn't. Even, I don't want to even ask because I got an overwhelming feeling, like a tidal wave. Um, the, the, this is this is going to sound strange, but it feels like nothing's happened for a long time, and then all of a sudden it's like everything's happening at the same time. Everything's coming in. Does that make sense? That's what it's feeling like. I'm just not seeing evidence of it, but there's like little bits of like this is, yeah. You need to. Yeah. Are you excited about this? I am. I am. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm trying not to like be like in fear of like there's no, there hasn't been any money coming in. I'm trying to not let that. But I'm really excited about what what's potentially happening. So I would I would really enjoy this process, and I would start start taking better care of yourself and be ready to enjoy what comes next. It feels like there's a lot of opportunities that have just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and some of them you've been working on for a fair amount of time, but they're kind of coming together. And maybe this is the year when things get cleared out. 2019 was the end of a cycle, 10-year cycle. So we're starting fresh. All the good things that happened this year continue for 10 more years. So it's kind of like if you can, in the first part of this year, really put enthusiasm and love and happiness into what you're receiving, you'll be fine. I would, be, I would just be open to the possibilities, but I would learn about money. You have a really weird relationship with money. <laughs> And I think you fear it, and when you get it, you want to throw it away. It's hard for you to hold on to. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think you need to learn about what you really need to spend money on, and when the money starts coming in, you need to apportion it in the right places. Otherwise, it's kind of like you spend it before it gets to do anything useful, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So if you suddenly get money in your pocket, what's the first thing you're going to do? Um, the first thing I do is pay off the No, 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 no. Do not say that to me. The first thing you're going to do, you're going to get advice. <laughs> do, the first thing, I have people I can ad- get advice from, yes. Because what happens is yes. that people get money, and the first thing to do is to pay off all the debts. And that's not necessarily the best thing to do. Sometimes it's better to invest the money and pay off the, the debts carefully. I'm not an expert on that field, and that's what you have to ask the experts. But the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go and start looking who can give you the best advice for the money and start treating the money differently. You do not follow the same old patterns because the same old patterns don't work. And look at how you spend your money and how you use the money and change everything. Literally change everything in the way you do things. And start to put a name to every single dollar. Everything you spend, attach an identity to it where that money is going to go. So that's going to pay this bill, that's going to do that, it's going to do this. And don't make minimum payments, make a little bit more until such time your bookkeeper or your financial consultant says, okay, Nanette, it is time for you to pay off this big bill. Then you do it that way. But I I don't have any big bills, so that's good. I mean, I have some credit card debt, but it's not huge. I'm exaggerating. You know what I mean. I know, I get it. That credit credit card debt is your big bill. So, and the thing about it is that you can now set if, if this all happens the way it's supposed to, you can set yes. yourself up for your retirement and for your life that you want to live. Yeah. And Yay. it's just coming out of nowhere. It's it's really it's kind of fun. I like this process. <laughs>
they always say that when you're on a roll like this, start doing scratches in the lottery, at least for the next few yeah. weeks, because you just never know. When good, when good fortune with money comes, it can come in all shapes and sizes. I've heard this story from people who have won lotteries and won big things. They just tell me that just every week could be either really bad luck or really good luck. But we, either way, one of them, one of the, two of those things will invite things in. So it's the calm before the storm and the storm before the calm. So, you know, whatever, whatever which way it's going to look, there's possibilities there. So I would like, I would start thinking about, you know, how am I going to live my life differently? What is my life in 2020 going to be like? And how am I going to spend my life living on a beach, sailing in my yacht, dancing in the waves and being at Disneyland? Just a few ideas there. <laughs> uh, one quick question, okay. though. Have you been having problems yeah. with your stomach? really been wanting to eat much i I'm, i haven't been in any pain or discomfort but i just kind of don't want to eat when was the last time you saw a doctor okay i'm like have a, i haven't seen a doctor about it no a regular doctor when was the last time you saw a doctor oh um it's almost been two years now so whether it's a naturopath or a medical doctor can you just go and get checked out and just to do some blood work yeah. and just find out what's going on. Something's not balanced, and I can't figure it out. But your immune system is, seems to be okay. But it seems like your your rhythm in your system, your energy in your system is depleting or breaking down. And this could be a sign of something going wrong with the body. And it normally points back to the liver. So I just think... You just need to get a, like a just get a checkup. Go and get a just a health check, and see kind of where you are I, right now. I do have a bad liver, so um, I've had my gallbladder out, and I've just uh, the last time I did see the doctor, he did say I had um, fatty liver, and um, my dad had just died, and there was a lot of craziness around that. And I said, well, let me yeah, try I, to do I think it's gotten worse. Because I'm not seeing okay. the flow, and I think it's. Are you, have you? Do you eat greasy food? Not that much. But you do eat I greasy. Mean, you do eat greasy food. I do. Okay. But not very much. Like what's not very much? Once a year. Oh no, 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 no! That's not. That's not very much. Um. <laughs> that's right. That's no, not very. Um, well, do I eat greasy food? Yes, I, know. I mean, yes, yes, I really haven't even had a hamburger in a while. I mean, I might do like a hamburger in a week, but I haven't really even done that in a little while. What about fries? So what about fried food? Anything along those lines? I don't do fries. I don't do fries. I don't, you know, no. I'm you not do really chips? You eat chips? Nope. Okay, nope. something in your body, you're getting a lot of fat from something. So okay. I, I don't know whether you're drinking a lot of milk or whether you're doing something cheese or something mm -hmm. along those lines. But um, yeah. there's something, there's something. Your liver is very fatty right now, more than before it was before. Your liver function okay. is not where it should be. You need to be on a okay. high green diet. Uh, ideally, you need to be talking to a nutritionist and finding out how to get that liver back in balance. I don't like what I'm seeing with the liver. Its enzymes, it's just not, it's not productive the way it should be. And like I said initially, they could see something wrong with the liver, and it, we just need to address that. Okay. Bye, right, darling. Gotta let you go.
But thanks for calling in. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. If you get to the end of the year and you look back and you say to yourself, well, I could have, would have, should have, but I didn't. You've only got yourself to blame. Whether it's finances, whether it's weight, whether it's health, whether it's career, whether it's love life, whether it's simply change, you have the power. The question is, do you have the power to believe in yourself and the power to make the choice to do those things? Are you ready for change? Are you ready for a better life? Are you ready to live your dreams? The choice is yours.